there we go. Got the right intro the second time. Um, Attempt number two. They both have like the same look, so I just clicked the wrong one. Anyway, so we're back. Uh, and as usual, without a co-host, um, <clears throat> what else is new? Yeah. Um, the- um, as y'all probably saw on our Twitter, we've got some exciting news. We now have a website that I can't remember the name to. Um, Clack. I just- Sport. Sportflashmedia.com. Sportflashmedia.com. We're going to be posting articles. I'm going to work on some articles after the show tonight. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's fun. It's been a fun week for us. Um, we're trying to move up in the world. So anyway, Joe, how's it going? It's going well. Um, I'm completely in love with this new setup I have. It's going to continue to get better, but um, I've been doing well. Can't complain. Like you said, we uh, we created a, a, a website, so now we can take our creative think pieces and, and put them on there. I, I told Clock before the show started that I have a mock draft that I'm working on, and so I should have that up uh, within the next week or so. I'll have that ready to go before draft day and before we do our draft show, so I'm super excited about that. That's something that I, I do every year. And I uh, usually put a lot of time into it, so I'm I'm excited to for the viewers to get a chance to see that. And then um, I know that you're going to be cranking out some some gamer pieces for for baseball and softball and whatever you can get your hands on. And Tyler uh, is pretty swamped right now with work, but he's going to be involved as well. So we just have a lot of stuff going on, but some exciting things. And knock on wood, none of it's bad. It's all good positive things just we're trying to get uh get into a, a, a consistent routine oh, you're right you're right need to get into that routine would be great um <clears throat> so yeah so where are we starting at today there's been a lot happening the last week there's been a lot of bama stuff going on we're gonna start today with clack's favorite thing in the entire world to talk about uh we're gonna talk about actually no before we do before we talk about a day there were some there was some breaking news today for um Bama hoops, uh, not specifically for our team, but uh, we had a lot of players enter the transfer portal uh, this off season, which you know it's pretty routine. Uh, there's always some turnover. People think the grass is greener on the other side, but I have two of the players on here right now. But I actually, just thought of a third one off the top of my head. Uh, Jawan Gary was a forward for us last year. Honestly, one of my favorite players. Um, has officially committed to play at Nebraska, so best of luck to him. Um, not really sure. I mean, the grass might not be greener on the other side, but maybe the cornfields are of Nebraska. <laughs> Terrible joke. Hold the applause. Um, and then Jason Holt, he was a freshman this year, right, Clack? Yes. He committed to Georgia literally probably 10 minutes after um, – Gary committed to Nebraska. That one is a bit of a, a head scratcher to me, just because it's an in conference team. But um, you know, to each their own, and hopefully, I don't want to say I wish him the best at Georgia. Well, I'll say I wish him the best at Georgia, just not when he's playing Alabama. And then I think the last one um, was James Rojas committed to Wichita State, right? Yes. Yeah. So, um, also another player that, uh, fan favorite for sure. And so those guys, um, are going elsewhere, but we have a very talented group coming in 
next year, so I don't think we'll miss a beat. Um, that's kind of my thoughts on on that. But I didn't know uh, what you thought about those guys leaving and committing elsewhere and then just um, where we stand as a team. We're fine, and we're going to get some – you know, there's a lot of players we're in the market for that we're gonna, probably going to get. We already got one with Mark Sears. Um, so, I mean, we're, we're going to get some more guys. <clears throat> I don't think yeah, I made the mistake of uh, think thinking Mark Sears hadn't committed yet. I woke up from a hour nap and I just thought I was going to jump on Twitter and tweet right away and it backfired on me. So, but Mark Sears is, is a talented player and I'm excited to have him. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I mean, going into that, like we, we've got plenty of guys coming in and the guys that all left, none of them were making a huge impact. It's not like we lost you know, a big-time player, and having Jamon Quinterly come back is going to be really good. I mean, of all the ones that we needed to come back, he was probably the one. The, of all the ones that could come back or could possibly come back that weren't going to jump to the NBA or whatever, um, that's a big one for us to get him back. Um, even if he comes up wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what? Let me get this right. Javon Quinterly constitutes as a big comeback for us? Yes, definitely. I mean, we knew JD wasn't going to come back. I mean, I mean, and JD was did struggle last year, but I mean, getting JQ back is big. It's going to be really big. I mean, he's literally an SEC championship MVP. Anytime you get an MVP back, no matter who they are, it's going to be good. I, I give Javon Quinterly a lot of heat, and I think he deserves the majority of it that I give him because just he's super streaky. Um, I mean, when he's on, he's he's on, but a lot of times just some head scratching plays from him one of the issues we had with this team i mean we let's we'll be quick on basketball since we have a bunch to talk about um and quinterly and davidson were big huge contributors to were the turnovers and so um we knew davidson was going to leave i'm not too torn up about that um quinterly just hope he comes back and can clean up those turnovers and feels like he's been here for like 10 years but um I mean, I want him to ball out because uh, we have a lot of young guys and he's going to need to be a senior leader, a super senior leader on this team. Um, but that's that's all we got for basketball. Just wanted to get that breaking news in there. And we're going to talk about Clack's favorite thing now, A-Day. So A-Day happened on Saturday. Um, from what I could tell, the atmosphere didn't look very great. I mean, the weather I mean, it was... It was raining. I mean, come on. It, it was crappy, but um, all the the... Forrest Gump's from middle nowhere, Alabama, I'm sure we're out there and flooding the streets of Tuscaloosa and having fun. So um, I say that because I was a little jealous I wasn't there. Um, I had some some things I had to do this weekend, but A-Day is, is always fun because it's, you know, you get your taste of, of, of the roster going forward next year and um, the bright spots and things you work on. Obviously, it's still early on, but there were a lot of things I liked and a lot of things I'd disliked uh from the game um the white team won 25 to 7 over the crimson team so um the crimson team had to eat the uh the beans and the white team got steak it's always a fun uh, little tradition they do i always get a good kick out of that um one thing that stood out one thing i took away and it seems to me like a lot of people took away from this game as well is that (coughs) people are already saying this is going to be one of the best defenses in the saban era we said that last, we said the same thing last year. Exact same thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
I think it will be better, though. I mean, I, just, I think, if, honestly, it can't be much worse in, in certain areas. I mean... Last year uh, wasn't bad. It just wasn't good enough. Yeah. I think defensive line-wise, I mean, we know what we're getting. Will Anderson, um, Dallas Turner, you know those guys are going to dominate. Um, Chris Braswell was a freshman last year. He showed flashes. Um, and this year, allegedly, we have packages that include all three of those guys on the defensive line at once, which has got to be terrifying for an offensive lineman. Um, but, yeah, I guess question mark-wise, I mean, having Eli Ricks come over from LSU – I think was big for us. He was amidst the dumpster fire at LSU. He was one of the only bright spots they had. And just seeing him in an Alabama jersey is pretty uh, pretty lit, as the kids say, you know. Um, it's, it's pretty exciting seeing him in Alabama jersey. And uh, I think the secondary will be better. The only player in the secondary that really concerns me is Malachi Moore, who just seems to... Well, he's coming off injury, so, I mean, I'm going to give him... Yeah, I mean, injury, and but even when he was healthy, his play was a little suspect last year, but we know how good he can be because his freshman year, he was he was incredible. But um, secondary-wise, I do like... I probably like our secondary better than I did last year because the addition of Ricks and uh, Kyrie Jackson, and I think the younger guys that we have have developed a lot more... Um, you know, similar to what I said about Chris Chris Broswell, and um, not having Josh Dub is a, a blessing. It really is. I agree. I agree. Offensively, what was your thoughts on the offensive line? <laughs> I said there were some good things I liked, and I said there were some bad things. Um, I will say, I will say this with a caveat: um, offensive line play worried me. Worried me a lot because we said that the recruiting class we had with Brock Myers and the Ferguson, or not, I don't know why I said the Ferguson, with Ferguson and the Brock Meyer twins and some of those other guys we got was going to be the best offensive line class Nick Saban ever had. And those guys didn't quite develop at the rate um, that we thought they would last year as, as freshmen. And um, they looked a little shaky. Uh, but the caveat, obviously, is that you're going against Will Anderson, Dallas Turner, and Chris Broswell. So uh, I think it'll, you'll be hard-pressed to find a trio better than those three in, in college football this year. Um, um, I, if there's any other trio out there that's better, obviously let me know, but I don't think there is. I agree. I think, you know, offensively, we've got we've got weapons we need. We've got – I mean, Jamar Gibbs is going to be – absolutely a beast i feel like you know and especially we're coming off a heisman winning quarterback season we bring in a heisman caliber running back we're bringing in some good receivers with jermaine burton possibly someone uh, from louisville um yeah and and i think the alabama teams that always have the most success usually have a not just a strong running game but a dynamic running game because last year brian robinson Am I boring you, Clack? Yes, definitely. I'm just kidding. Last year, Brian Robinson was a, a very physical runner, but the rest of the guys that we had didn't really do much. And I think Jameer Gibbs is is a complete back. You know, he gives you that speed. Her mother. <laughs> he gives. Oh, you know, you're good. Jameer Gibbs gives you that that speed, that power. He's just a good blend of all those things. He's been described as a 
um, Alvin Kamara 2.0. So anytime you hear those names or that name being said, you're you're very excited, and it takes a lot of pressure off Bryce Young. I think he did a great job of making plays last year, but there was a lot of pressure on him. And I felt bad for him at times just because it seemed like he was Russell Wilson in it and making something out of nothing. Um, I mean, we had Jameson Williams and we had Mechie, and we don't have either one of those guys this year, but I think we have a solid receiver class. Um, we got We cut out the quote-unquote cancers of the locker room um, with Julio Billingsley and um, God, Aji Hall who transferred to Texas, which, I mean, hell, that's going to be one great game on, on September 10th next year. Great game as in we're going to beat them or great game as in close? We'll beat them pretty handily. It might be close for, for a little bit, but um, that game with those two guys and Kyle Flood, Jeff Banks, and his monkey, um, Steve Sarkeesian, it's going to be a battle of just former Alabama um, players and coaches versus you know the, obviously the current ones we have, but yeah, yeah Gibbs. I'm very excited about Gibbs. I think he could be a uh, a Heisman dark horse uh, guy this year. Um, uh, uh, Tyler had isn't unfortunately wasn't here, but he did have some some comments about um, a day, and I kind of wanted to read them and. I'm sure you've seen them already, but just kind of give your thoughts on his comments. Um, one of them is about Jalen Milrose, or backup quarterback, who got a lot of hype. He said, people are too high on Milrose right now. He could be great. He could be Aji Hall. One spring game isn't enough to crown him Bryce's successor with Ty Simpson, even maybe Arch Manning in the wings. For our sake, though, I hope he's great. Um, just kind of want to get your thoughts on that. Um, I, th- I thought physically Milrose looked the part, and he looked good, but... I think the bat the backup quarterback spot at Alabama was transcended with Tua and um, you know obviously Jalen. So now it's kind of like obviously it's always going to be a thing. Everybody's going to be like, who's the backup? Because we're always look we're always expecting to have that moment again. Um, and I thought Milrow looked good, but like Tyler said, it's very early. Yeah, well, I think that. Um... You know, I think it's way too early to make a decision on that. I, I think that's a decision we have to make if the unfortunate occasion rose where we arose when we needed a backup quarterback. Um, it could be a situation where Milrow, I mean, Milrow is what one or two years ahead of Simpson, so it could be a kind of a situation like it was with Tua, in that you know, Milrow gets because he's got you know Nick Saban loves experience. That's his favorite thing in a quarterback is experience, or that they've been there longer. He may go to mm-hmm. Milrow for one year and then. The world challenge pro and we got to tie simpson or arch manning but ultimately i think i mean i think in the end whoever is the best backup will win the second job um wow great vital insight clack whoever plays the the best other than bryce I, I, I think if, if milrow is that good he'll prove it in practice and get to be the second string but i mean ty simpson is highly recruited i don't want it to be a situation where we get let a highly recruited player just come here and then walk um but, I mean, that's uh, that's the name of the game, though. I mean, it's not really something you control. And if that player walks, obviously the player ahead of them is is of a high caliber and, you know, worthy of that spot. I feel like people kind of get caught up in, you know, getting bummed out when these high-profile players transfer, like these four- and five-star guys. Uh, Drew Sanders going to Arkansas. But um, 
these guys want to play, and if they don't think they're going to play, um, they're going to try and, and go elsewhere. And obviously, the flip side of it is Mac Jones stayed here behind Tua and uh, Jalen, and he ended up parlaying his senior year into a first-round draft pick. So uh, there's a flip side to it, but also I get I get guys you know wanting to go elsewhere and, and try and succeed. Yeah, I agree. But I think we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, I hope we. I don't want. I just don't want to see one of them transfer and go be like really good somewhere else. I hope that if they're going to be good, they're good here. But I, I ultimately, if I had to predict, I think predict. I think that um, Ty Simpson is the next guy behind Bryce after Bryce, whatever, because he was a highly he was that highly recruited, and he. I mean, they they saw something in him, and obviously. So I, I think ultimately he'll be your second guy and be the next quarterback. Yeah, I mean I agree with you, but I can also see it going either way. I don't. I do think Simpson. I think we'll get Arch Manning. I think that's going to happen. Um, so I think either Simpson or um, whoever's the third string between Simpson and Milrow will end up transferring. So I think that Milrow will win the second string. So I think Simpson will end up transferring, but. Um, kind of pick your poison type thing that's what happens when you're alabama no one's gonna feel sorry for you when does arch manning commit i have no idea but um he's been doing a lot of visits and then other tyler comments um he said the offense struggled but he does it's nothing to worry about obviously several major transfers in play including the guy who may be our best offensive lineman next year i don't know who he's referring to there um maybe you do um because I was only able to catch bits and pieces. Yeah, of the I'm game. not sure I wasn't able to catch any of it. Tyler, if you're listening, it would have been nice to include the next little um, note under that so that we knew who you're referring to, but that's okay. Um, defense will be very good again, obviously. Two best pass rushers in the nation, like I said. And this is where he kind of loses me. He said, don't kid yourself. Will Anderson will not win the Heisman. And I wanted to get your thoughts on that because I think at, I mean, the, I- at the surface, that's a ridiculous statement. But also, um, you know, the it's award not, typically goes to quarterbacks. It's nothing against Will Anderson. Is that the Heisman candidate? Heisman voters are very stubborn and very unrealistic, and they they don't they won't give it to a Heisman to a defensive player. I do agree. I agree with that. That's nothing against Will Anderson. Is the Heisman voters are old and cranky and are not going to give it to him. They're just an older version of Joe Will. What? <laughs> that's a you're always taking shots on me on here i, I guess i kind of respect it uh i need yeah, to start taking somebody some, awake yeah keep the one person watching i don't know who it is awake and well, hopefully that that's only for like one social media oh okay okay We're not that makes like our twitter views and like none of that pops up here that makes that me feel better about myself with not that i'm completely yeah, twitter losing. views do not pop up here i can't see that either and then um i guess Additionally, kind of adding onto that because that's what additionally means. I don't know why I said that. Um, do you think Will Anderson has a better chance of winning Heisman, or would you say, um, I, I guess, who has the best chance? It would. Do you think Bryce will repeat? Do you think Anderson will get it? You think Jameer Gibbs between Bryce Young, Will Anderson, and um, nobody's won it twice. How? When's the last time somebody won it two years in a row? I have no idea. I do think it's a it's a recency bias thing, and people get fatigued yeah. by players. I mean, you know, Bryce Young's going to have a great year. Um, 
but there's a, a fatigue and we might not have anybody on our team but i think jameer gibbs is uh an interesting one and you could probably get his odds are probably pretty pretty low to win it um but it usually goes to skill position guys quarterbacks receivers running backs are more likely to get it than defensive linemen or, or de- certainly defensive backs don't typically get it to it's a skill position award, unfortunately. Agreed. All right, moving on to some Alabama baseball. This isn't really my uh, neck of the woods, but thankfully, Clack, he was at the game, and he's going to give us his thoughts on um, how the game went, the the team, just in general, like an overview of how the team's, or how he thinks the team's going to do going forward, uh, coming off a, what was it? What was the final score of that game? Seven to five loss. Yeah. Or seven to six loss. I'm sorry. Seven to six loss. Um, So, Clack, the floor is yours. Well, you know, we came in Friday night against the number one team in the country, one of the best teams in college baseball. Um, And, you know, came in, took the win. They were 12, had stopped their long SEC winning streak. First loss, home loss for Tennessee since last May, I believe. Came in hot, got a win, and then Saturday and Sunday. it just was not meant to be. Stayed in the game for a while Saturday, but you know ultimately they they proved when they were number one. It was it's no matter who we threw out there to pitch, they were getting hits. They were hitting the ball out of the yard, and then just could not get enough runs to keep up on Saturday. And then Sunday was just an absolute beatdown, fifteen to three on Sunday. Um, you know they're number one. I get it, but man, that's that's uh. That's that's a little brutal. Fifteen to three, they were just being the number one team in the country and hitting the ball like they do. They're probably the, they're the best hitting team in the country by far. I'm not going to be upset about it, but it's definitely not a good thing. So I mean, you know, my biggest issue was the fact that you know we we came out hot and then just absolutely rolled over for two straight games. I mean, you know, I you know I'm okay with losing by two or three runs two games in a row, but I mean losing by seven and then by 13 or 12, 13 runs, that's, we just rolled over and then let them take our lunch, as I said. And we just were not good. And then coming back home Tuesday, hoping for a rebuild in the midweek game, these midweek games to me, they mean a lot. You can't just lose midweeks and expect to get in the tournament, in my opinion. Just could not keep up with UAB. Went up three early, up early three to zero, and then a grand slam by UAB, and we just couldn't keep up with them and it was back and forth and they ended up getting the lead getting the win and that's i mean that's our fifth midweek loss of the year to a below like 200 rpi team that's that's brutal so you know gotta fix that gotta i mean midweek's about over can't do nothing about that now but we're playing a top 10 team this weekend again um seems like that's the case every week in the sec Georgia comes to town tomorrow through Sunday. Going to be a tough series against a really good Georgia team. Um, so yeah, I'm just looking to see what we can do this weekend. We got to re- you got to at least win one. Cannot get swept. Need to take at least one, preferably two, before going to South Carolina next weekend. Um, so yeah, um, it, a lot of inconsistency, but a lot of good play. So it's it's just a matter. It's just like basketball. Which team is going to show up? Um, you never know what team you're either going to show up and be great, or you're going to show up and just be bad and, and frustrate the heck out of you. Um, so let's hope we can win. You know, 
no more of these one one losses. 13-1 run games this year for Bama. So Oof. would love to be on the opposite end of that we've been on some of those. Great opportunity to really showcase how good we can be this weekend against Georgia. Will we do it? Who knows? Or is that game at home? It is at home. So will you be in attendance for that? Or no, I'll you're going at, to. I'll be at least there Friday. I don't know about Saturday. Definitely won't be there Sunday. But awesome. So, so um, yeah, you guys, if you don't already, go follow us on Twitter um, at Bam underscore Brigade. Clack will be uh, posting pictures and videos and, and live updates from the game on there. So that's some, something that we're fortunate to have Clack doing that for us. Um, adds add some valuable insight for the uh the gumpster fan base what about joe what about softball softball has just been quietly chugging along um they sweep their doubleheader game against university of northern alabama and acorn state oops i mean alcorn state um state. thought that'd be thought you get a kick out of that uh, they play their next game friday in college station against texas a&m um they've just been on heater lately i mean montana fouts was named a finalist for the usa softball player of the year and sec pitcher of the week she also won third time winning it for her this year um 38 and 6 record overall season's kind of winding down a little bit may 8th is their last game um is this team capable of winning a national championship i mean they made it all the way there last year um what, they they've lost right to Oklahoma. Or yeah, lost, just... yeah, we lost uh, to Florida State two straight times. Um, okay, in the semis, yeah. So we almost we got close to making it there last year. Um, what worries you? What makes you feel confident about this team? Obviously, like Montana Fouts is Montana Fouts. You know what you're going to get from her, but well, she struggled this year. For being honest, she's not had the year she's had in the years past. I mean, you know, her freshman year was her best year, but. I mean, that's like nitpicking. No, it's really not, though. I mean, she has really struggled this year. I mean, there is like, she's been middle of the SEC this year. Because it's just, I think a lot of teams are kind of getting used to what they saw the fresh, that freshman and sophomore year and are really able to, to square up and get hits. I mean, it's not that she's been bad, but Lexi Kilfoyle has been far been our best pitcher. If Lexi Kilfoyle is is balling out and is our quote unquote best pitcher, then that, I mean I'm fine with that. I mean you're saying she hasn't been as dominant, but like I said, she's still up for finalist of the year for soft USA softball player of the year, and she's won SEC pitcher of the week three times. So clearly she's doing something right. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just games that you've watched. I know she's yes she's struggle a little bit but um they play what 50 games so expecting her to be great in every single one of them is I mean, fair enough but and, I mean, and she's been she had a great week this last week and yeah. um hoping for her to carry that over into you know the sec tournament and then the uh the big dance the actual uh, softball tournament which i think she can do because She's incredible, so um, I don't mind picking up, or I don't mind Kilfoyle picking up the slack a little bit, because um, if you have them both firing all cylinders, uh, makes it pretty hard for anyone to beat you. 
agree. I totally agree. But so we'll see what we can do going forward. If if you know if Kilquell and Montana are playing to their best ability, we're going to win it all, I think. But the thing is, there's a little team called Oklahoma who is Oklahoma. They have one loss. They literally have one loss all season. The next best is like seven. So, I they, mean, they've only well Alabama's two, right? They must lost six six games. No, no, they're ranked two. Yeah, we're we're ranked two, yes. That's God, that's crazy. We're I mean, in we're, everything we're, school. Oh yeah, we're definitely in everything school. But I mean I think we can win it all, but I mean it's gonna take some some really perfect play to beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma do they still have that um God, what's her name? That 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 pitcher? No, she's gone. Uh, G something. G Alvarez, I think was yeah, her she, name. She's graduated last year. Okay, well that's good. I'm sure they have somebody or a couple more people that are just as good as her, if not better. But um, Fouts having one run and 23 strikeouts um, in a three-game series against Mississippi State. He was a feisty team. I think that's that's pretty damn good if you ask me. Um, she has 203 strikeouts on the season clock. 203. It's crazy. She has more strikeouts, and this is um, I'm getting this information from a Bama uh, Bama Central. They do a great job. Um, Bama Central article by uh, Katie Windham. So guys, go check that out. Um, mm-hmm. She has more strikeouts than the next closest pitchers combined. Wow. Um, I mean, when we surprised, she, that's always been her forte getting strikeouts. Yeah, um, she's. I feel like just on that Mount Rushmore of great Alabama, not not even just football, but just great athletics, um, great individual athletes from Alabama. Um, she's got to be on that Mount Rushmore up there, which kind of poses the conversation. Um, if you had to do a Mount Rushmore for Alabama athletes, who goes on your Mount Rushmore? I, we'll, I we'll say, we'll say. I guess we'll say right now, right? Because obviously... I mean, I, I kind of feel like I'm, that's kind of... If I'm going to answer it honestly, I've got to save a little bit of time. i got to have a little more time to think about it. Um, but, I mean, if I had to go now, I'd go Smitty, uh, Colin Sexton. We'll say the last five years. Okay, last five years. Try to get someone from every sport, so I'd go Smitty, Montana Fouts, Colin Sexton, and... I would go Smitty, Montana, Colin Sexton, and Mac Jones. Obviously, I'm going to put Montana Fouts on my Mount Rushmore. Um, Herb Jones is on there for sure. I would have put him over Colin Sexton. I'm kind of surprised. I, I was like, I was like, I'm sorry. I was, I lost track of what I had. I'll go Smitty, Montana. Ah, okay. Uh, Smitty, Mon- I, I thought I had, I thought I'd already said Montana. Smitty, Montana. Um, Colin. you're not, you're not putting Herb Jones on there. When Colin, I'm, mm, it's kind of torn between Colin and Herb. Since you go Herb, I'm going to go Colin. Okay, and then I guess my fourth one. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of recency bias to say my fourth one's Mac, and that's also what you said. But I don't, I don't know. Like it's just horrible to say, but it's hard to keep up with all Alabama sports. 
Um, I know for gymnastics, Shaylin Olson's very good and um, have a abundance of talented athletes, so it's hard to, to pick them. But um, I feel like our both of our lists are, are very, very solid. Um, uh, what else, Clack? What else do we have? That's about it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a pretty quick show. Um, um, we'll have Tyler back on Sunday or on – I don't know when we're – I think we'll actually be yeah. back for our draft, live draft yeah. show. So yeah, just – Yeah, just quickly throw that on there. A reminder, um, we're wrapping up here, but next Thursday, April 28th, is the 2022 NFL Draft. We will be live on here. So, unfortunately, we can't stream it on to, like, in a separate window, but we'll have our the games up elsewhere, and we will sit here, and we'll get live reactions from us, but we'll also have uh, individual fan representation on. So, we'll try and bring, like, say there's a fan of the Steelers we know. We will try and have that person on either before their team picks to get, um, like, a favorite of who they want their team to get or after their team picks and we'll get their reaction and just um over just an overview of, of the situation so that'll be uh a lot of fun we're not going to have a show on monday typically the plan would be that we would do um no off season on mondays and bam brigade on thursdays but because we have our draft or big draft show next week we're going to do some extensive uh planning for that and we're going to try and crank out um, a lot more content, too. So we won't be on here live again until next Thursday, but the content on um, sportsflashmedia.com will be will be getting – I'll have my mock draft on there. Clack will have his games on there. Um, so we'll still be very active um, for our uh, our brand. But All right. Thank you all for – Thank you for listening. And yeah. We'll have see you next week.